This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Yeah, baby. Welcome, everybody, to another awesome, amazing episode of Heffron and Reap. And I'm joined by the one, the only, John Heffron. How you doing, buddy? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, All right. Not well, but I can. Okay, can good. Awesome. Can you hear this that I planned? I can hear it ever so lightly in the background. What about if I... Oh, there it is. Now I got it. You jacked it up. Now I can hear it. That's St. Elmo's fire. What? I said I could hear it when you jacked it up, and I believe that is St. Elmo's fire. It is St. Elmo's fire, and I had a lot to to do, but I'm going to fake it because I'm having technical difficulties again for the 700th time on this show. That's kind of... uh, it's kind of what what it is. It's kind of uh, it's, look. It's okay if you want to get comfortable. I can tell people what's going on. We're doing a a, a a live podcast. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitter, and it's also on all your social media. I mean, all your podcast platforms. You know, iHeart Radio, Spotify, Apple, whatever. This is a. Uh, it's a it's a, a broadcast that's a, and it's a podcast. It's a broad pod. I just made that word up, John. That's We're doing really a broad pod. Yeah, I like it. Live broad pod. And right now there are people on Facebook. They're chiming in. They're on YouTube. They're saying hello. Um, quick shout outs to a couple of people. Uh, we also have, like all other podcasts, uh, we beg for money, you know. <laughs> We for support so we can keep doing this um, during the COVID and the Corona. We have a Patreon and we have a new Patreon um, supporter. And uh, I believe Alan Jackson, who's tickling the keyboards somewhere, could pop up our, our new. Pa- there he is. Look, that's the name of our one and only Patreon supporter so far. And his name is Liam Pet. Pish. I was afraid to say it. I was afraid to say his last name because I, I, I don't think I could pull it off. I'm going to spell it. Okay, Liam, how we know it is L-I-A-M. Yeah. Last name spelled P-E-S-C-E. Peshy? Pesky? Peace? <laughs> Liam. Li- Liam. Porsche? How we would normally do uh, a lot of these, John, is we would start the show, but I would let you know, hey, John, uh, I just got a phone with uh, Liam, you know, Liam P- PC, our, our good friend. Yeah, love that guy. A bunch of, uh, oh, wait, Liam is watching right now. Look, Liam is watching right now, and he just sent us a comment. He said, P- pronounce like Joe Pesci, the actor. So it's Liam Pesci. <sighs> huh? It's Liam Pesci, huh? <laughs> yes. I love me some I Liam Pesci. Liam, uh, today, before he signed up for our Patreon, uh, he was painting churches. He went around, he painted churches today, and then he went to some orphanages, and then he saved, like, five people fr- that uh, – it wasn't a major fire, but, like, five people just – because he just has such strong arms that if yeah. you jump out of the building and he catches you, just how he catches you and holds you for that second reminds you of being in your mom's womb. 
So what you do is you hear his heartbeat and you just, and you fall asleep for like two seconds, but it's the best sleep you've gotten in almost like 47 years just because of it, because of his, just, you feel safe. You feel his heartbeat. Uh, and it's great. And so that's Liam. So I, I couldn't be happier to have, you know. Yeah. Liam is, uh, he's a hero and, um, everyone should get to know Liam Pesci. I, I believe he's on Facebook. Um, He's our supporter, and we love him. Okay. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, John, how do I get so much love? I want to be loved like Liam Pesci. Yeah. It's it's real simple. You go to uh, heffernandreap.com and click on our Patreon. Oh, Alan, that's the perfect description, perfect banner, because I was afraid that some people who follow me on Facebook, don't even know what Patreon is because a lot of them aren't podcast people. They're Facebook people, and that's okay. I'm right. not here to judge. Um, so, you know, if I say go to the Patreon, people are like, what, uh, what is that, Patron? I like tequila. John's looking good today. Um, um, I'm out of frame. I got a text saying that, um, like, I could do the whole thing like this or I can get into frame. So I'm, I'm having, you know. Yeah, you're fidgety today. I'm can't sit still. I just can't. This is bugging me. My my ear set is bugging me. So that's all. Well, anyway, check out heffernandreap.com. Click on the Patreon, and we will give you shout-outs. And there's different levels that you could do. And uh, I believe this uh, Liam Pesci guy just made up his own level, I think. John, people are hacking Patreon yeah. and making up their own levels. So I don't know how to award him because we have levels – and in the levels, it tells you what your what your reward is. He just made up his own level, so I don't know how to reward the guy except for just tell him that we love him. You know? How did he? How did he hack it? Wait, so Liam Pesci, our guy, yeah, the guy who I, I said feels safe when we're in the arms of him. Yeah, did he hacked you? No, no, he somehow made up his own level on Patreon, Alan. The Ellen Jackson, do you mind just jumping in here and clarifying this a little bit with uh, with John Heffern? Right. So, hi. Hi, everybody. Um, yes. Yeah, so there are two official levels on the Heffern and Reap Patreon page. And uh, our first Patreon decided not to do either level, which is great. Actually, there's three levels, but he made his own level dollar amount, which is fine because it's better than our first two levels anyway. So Right. Yeah, it's good, but yeah, that's what it was. So we should tell this guy to make a subject change because that's one of the levels. That's one of the rewards. From time to time, me and John will just get to rambling, and you know, it, it goes on too long. And instead of just going like, "Okay, uh, let's switch," to, John just hits a button and he plays what's called a subject. Heffron and Reap subject change, just like that. But we also figured, well, let's let's have our uh, supporters, our viewers, our listeners, or whatever make up their own video of them saying it, and we'll use that instead. You know what I'm saying? And we have a couple of new ones, John, um, that people have made without even asking um, for for any kind of reward or anything. But anyway, we've got two new ones. Let me know okay. when you're ready. I think Alan's, Alan's ready to play them. You just let me know oh, when you're ready to change so the I subject. find a subject change for you. Okay. I know. Uh, well, I have one because I want to ask you a question. So, so uh, I'll hit this, and then Alan will hit his thing. So I'm going to go. Oh, John, I want to and wanted to talk about something. Heffron and Reap. Subject changed. 
Oh yeah, baby, you know what time it is. It's time for Heffern and Reap Subject Change. Yeah! You know who that is, don't you? Yeah, it's Rick. Rick Sanford Third. Um, and I love this guy. He's not just a fan of you. He's a fan of me. He loves this podcast. He loves the other podcast I do, Country-ish. And he actually made some artwork. He made, he, that's me as the Grin Reaper. Dude, that's See? all. Hey, uh, I can make that into a shirt for you. Oh, yeah? Look yeah, at that. Yeah. That's my new thing. Grin, yeah. grin like you're smiling, Reaper. Grin Reaper. Yeah. I love it. Um, I'll turn and look at my zit that just popped right there. Uh, I'll turn the, that into a shirt because that's my new thing. I'm making candles and I'm making uh, completely ripped off, not copyrighted t shirts. Okay. Um, so I, I print up stuff uh, this weekend for, for Kate. We did, uh, she's a huge Kevin Bacon fan. So I found a Kevin Bacon shirt from Footloose. And then I printed it, and then you iron it, and then you slap it on the logo, just like Etsy, Etsy. Yeah, like old school. I remember as a kid. That's how it is. When you when when I first heard of iron-ons, like iron-ons was a big deal. You could get them in cereal boxes, or but you like it was the first time that you could actually make your own shirt, like you know, at home as a kid. It's like, yeah, you can get whatever you know, garbage pail kids. You could iron it on something. What would you, if you had to pick an iron-on you would make right now a shirt? Because here's what my brain is, side note, is so I'm making candles right before the show started. And I was a little <laughs> frustrated because I had six going and sticking the wick and having the wick. Like, you buy a candle and you just assume the wick is straight and perfect, okay? But now that I have inside, it's a pain in the ass. You got to get a little glue thing and you stick it at the bottom and then you got to stick it in there, and then it moves, and then it's a whole thing, John Reap. It's a whole thing to get the wick to stay. It's not yeah. – it's so – and then bubbles happen. It's a whole thing. But I figured out what the cost per candle is to make. That's why we're going to have Heffern and Reap candles. I got so oh, many ideas. Oh, hey, out. John, if we're making Heffern and Reap candles, yeah, are we going to choose a scent, or is that a whole nother thing? Are we doing scented or just a regular candle? You can't have regular. That's just too no, I've 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 maybe spent two hundred dollars on scents. Um yeah. I have boxes of scents. I don't know how you do the breaking bad chemistry thing where you can blend scents. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that creative. Um Dude, I just thought of something, John. Yeah. Okay. See so here's for those of you that are just checking out the podcast for the first time, the bro- the live broad pod cats that we do um it's stream of consciousness me and john we talk we come up with awesome inventions we have great ideas that we want other people (laughs) to steal from us we don't want that that's just what happens we're not going to do them though we have good inventions but horrible follow-through right about ourselves right we need people to you know just give us credit for these awesome ideas you know um all right so i just thought of one Scented candles, okay, that exists. Okay, done, but okay, go on. Now, you've seen candles that have layers to them, right? Like one top, one section is brown, one section is yellow, yep. and as it as it as it melts, it changes into the different colors, levels that it's burning. The wax. Okay, does this make any sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be now, the why your candle maker, what, such as myself. Uh-huh. What if you could change the scent as it goes? Let's say you had a year-round candle, and then um, January, wintertime, you light it up, smells like Christmas. As it burns through Christmas, goes into the next season, and it smells like uh, Easter or whatever. But as it burns, it changes not only the color and the wax, but the scent changes. Could you have right, a so your this candle would have to last a full year, though? Well, I mean, you you know, you just have to light it at certain times. It could be a big, big ass candle. Well, that's just an, an example, horrible example. But you could change the scent, like even if you wanted to do a, a week long candle or a day candle. As it burns, the scent changes the further down the candle it gets. Okay, I know nothing about candle making, although I'm almost a pro because I've almost made eleven. And I think if you make fifteen, you're uh, official candle pro. So I'm not there yet. I'm like double A ball, triple A for for candles right now. Right, but. I think that would happen through just the candle itself. Like as the wick's going, what you're smelling is the burning of the fragrance. Fragrance. I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> I don't know where if I'm getting Bell's palsy back, but anytime I say F, I'm like, wait, wait. it was very scary outside. <laughs> um, when it gets you the fragrance, fragrance, fragrance um, is hard. That's a difficult word. Yeah. Fra- um, fragrance. Yeah. My mouth is not supposed to move like that. Smells. So I think that, I think that would be easy if you had four or five different smells, you could do that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not from my kitchen, but I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, just, I thought maybe I just came up with it. Um, oh, wait, sure. Would you want the Heifer and Reap candle that will be available as fast as possible? It is the holiday season uh, to be double scented. <laughs> is that the, you're like Elon Musk, where you just go, I want this to happen. Figure well, it out. let's think of it, John. If we could have a scent that captured both you and me, all right? So people are going to say, well, John, you're a ginger. It's got to smell like a ginger or, or the ginger. You know, Wait, just- stop. What, what you don't, if you people were to find a scent for John yeah. Reed. Okay. All right. What scent do you think John Reap would be? And what scent do you think? Man, this is it. You. Right here for those watching. I don't know. I, I can't I see it, John. I'm excited. Don't but stop touching it. What would I be? Right? Um, just if you see John Reap and you think if he was a scratch and sniff, uh, what would that be? If he was a jelly belly, what would that be? If mm-hmm. he was a candle. If John Reap was a candor, candle. What is uh Oh, dude, this guy, Chase uh, Waters. As you were talking, he's got it, man. Leather, burnt wood, whiskey, and pop rocks. Wow. That's a good it's almost one. Like, how would you even do that? I, I have a lot of scents downstairs and I've been mixing. You'd probably be a sugary I don't know. That, that John, kinda, yours would definitely doing? smell I I Oh, hickory smoked bacon. Oh, man. He's all for you, though. They're saying what you would, would smell like, right? Right. Well, that's if when you burn down halfway through the ca- the candle, that's the, the reap part of Heffern and Reap. What does the Heffern part? Uh, reap, Old English, Heffern, Aramis? <laughs> what, am I driving my I- Iraq Z? 
My Camaro. What's, Wait, what's 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 what is Aramis? A R A M I S. Aramis uh, reminds me of every dude that was at every bar when I was growing up here in Detroit. And if you got in a fight with one guy, you'd have to fight thirty. That that's what Aramis reminds me of. What is that though? What's the definition of the word Aramis? I don't know. I know what it smells like. Oh, so um, it's a it's a can it's a scent. It's uh it's a cologne. But I'm it's also a cologne. Being careful not to okay. racially profile or say anything that would be, look insensitive. It's a cologne. See, I didn't cologne. know that it was a cologne. That's what that's what I was trying to get at. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. A lot of clones, a lot of beepers, um, uh, a lot of Irox Z's. Michigan yeah, apples. You can smell like apples. apples. Right there. Yeah. You see some of the scents I got from the, the making candles, though. Um, Do tell. I got, uh, well, I got an 80s cologne like. That's all I'm saying about that one. Because that's going to be a thing. And I'm perfecting this. And it's, I have my whole laboratory going on downstairs. It's going to be, I can do this right. I just need a logo and game set match. Um, I got lavender and cotton. I got banana nut bread that I thought was going to smell really good, but it smells like you're trying to fake a smell on a candle. Doesn't, mm. It doesn't feel authentic. It just feels yeah. like you're trying to be something. Yeah. Um, I got Christmas wreaths. Heart, because what you got to do is when you're pouring the candle, uh, the, the candle wax has to get like 175 degrees. And then you throw in the scents and then you get it up to 185 and then you got to pour it. It's a whole, it's, it's a lot, but on my I'm, street, yeah. there's a guy that owns uh literally he owns, he's the butcher. And then there's the, the guy who owns a store that's a baker. And then I figure just on my street, cause I'm in this farm, <laughs> I would be the candlestick maker. Thus. The whole trifecta, and I'm uh, living uh, right. I don't even know if that was a nursery rhyme or something. Was that a? I think it was a Beastie Boys song, um, but I've heard it. A butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. Maybe it was a Run DMC song. I think something before that though. Jeff needs uh, a scent Jeff that smells like scent that smells like Sade. Oh, John, he meant to say. Oh, I like that, dude. Your name condensed is Jeff, John Heffron. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, some people. I've been called Jeffron uh, many Jeffron. times. I've, I've never thought of that. I like it, uh, Jeff, a billion times. Hey, what's the what's the uh, is it a nursery rhyme or kids story about someone who jumped over a candlestick? Somebody jumped over a candlestick. What's his name? Jack jumped over the candlestick. Uh, you you know, what little I'm Jack Horner. Was it oh, that no. a guy? No, now we're going to start doing Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, yeah, no, rhymes. but there was a, right? Little yeah, Jack Horner sat in a corner. Or little his curds and whey. Tommy oh. Pepper or. Jack jumped over the candlestick. Yeah. Who's the guy that went to uh, uh, Puff the Magic Dragon? That was J- Jackie Piper. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Yeah. Jack jumped over the candlestick. Now we're going to use this to sell your candles. John be funny. Reap be quick. Get yourself a Heffern and Reap candlestick. I don't know. We're going to think of something. Di- yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's been Candle Talk. That's been Candle Talk, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it. Next, we're going to talk about. Oh, wait. Before, you, before we do a subject change. Yeah. One more thing about candles, if you don't mind. Yeah, I could talk all day. I'm a, almost an expert. We love candles. Um, 
Well, two things real quick, if you don't mind. My girlfriend Jody has a scented candle that she just started lighting up. Smells like uh, pumpkin. You know, it's got it's got that fall smell, which I love. Right. Makes me hungry though. It makes me hungry, and I don't like that because, you know, I'm trying not, not to pig out so much. That's one thing. Number two, I need some video of you making these candles. Um, you got to get that kid, like from the Bad News Bears that comes by your house on the bicycle, the dirt bike. Right. The, guy, the kid that can build stuff. You got to get him to to record a video of you making this candles these candlesticks. I need to see it. The I'm world gonna send needs to pictures see it. as you're talking right now. I'm going to send uh, two pictures to. I'm going to uh, send them to Alan Jackson. All Alan, right. I will be sending you pictures right now um, of literally what was happening right before we came here. And then you probably won't get them. Ugh. And then uh, as I'm look, talking to you, John Reap, I'm also looking at uh, pictures of puppies I was looking at. But anyway, oh. um, yeah, the scented candlestick. The, the thing, A lot of people are liking the, is, the candles. A lot of people are commenting uh, on I, I the candles. I don't like candles that. Oh, I don't. I turned my. Can, can I look at the comments, please? I turned them off so I wouldn't be so not focused. Well, I only look at them if you start looking up stuff so that I can uh, go to them. I don't want to ignore the comments, but I also don't want to just be sitting here reading them all day. So, what were you going to say about now your video is all weird? Can you hear me, John? Yes. Okay. Alan, are you noticing this on John Heffern's video? Me? It looks like it's a little, uh, it's a little Max Headroomish. Yeah, I can hear you, but your video's getting uh, kind of pixelated a little bit. Um, I'm standing here like this. <laughs> <laughs> Am I yeah. pixelated? It's just blurry now, but you're, you're, yeah. I like how you're not moving. It's just a yeah, little blurry. That's purpose. all. No, I that's why leave and come back. Can that be a thing, Alan? I'm gonna leave and come back, John. Well, I'll if you leave, I'll just talk. Just talk for two seconds. I'll be right back. Wait, well, I'm let Alan pop in here. I want Alan to say something real quick. Does Alan think this is a good idea? Do what? What? What's going on? <laughs> we wait. No. Yeah, Heffern. Swing naps. If you need to, well, Heffern, you're looking better now. Now, so. yeah, now you look great because Alan popped in here, scrunched you over. Now you look yeah, good. Now you're better. All right, bye-bye. All right, now we fixed it. You don't have to go anywhere. All right. Uh, Richard Coleman says, you have to pay for internet every month, John. You yeah, can't so just skip today, a month. So today I was, oh, you guys, I, I, I almost want to show you my website that's showing me how fast my internet speed is. So I had to do a corporate event, and I had to do, they use go to meeting. Everybody uses different things. We yeah. had to do a, a tech check. Right. So I was there. And it was my internet was cutting out, but you know, you know what bugs me? It, 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 this even happens when you're on the phone. Is if you're cutting out on the phone, when people explain to you that you're cutting out, ever have people like why you, you're you're breaking up? You're, you're you're breaking up. Yeah, when 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 you talk, you so, sound like. And yeah, I always get so pissed. Going, yeah, I get what I sound like. I get it right now. I get. But my internet guy said, no matter what, no matter what service you're on. Uh, there's going to be every 20 minutes, your internet does a weird shunk to grab the info, especially if you're doing this. Cause I was watching Beyonce on CNN. Hers did the same thing. They have way more money than me and it's still the same. 
All right, wow. everybody. Well, that's Anna interesting because it, it happened right about 20 minutes into this even. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I don't mm. think it's, man, I got, I, got uh, I have four mice that I caught running around on a wheel and there's a wheel on my basement and I put some cheese and they're running around that's spinning the generator that's uh, creating my internet. <laughs> I went online and looked, I just did internet, uh, just it's um, a, a DIY, is that what you say? Do it yourself. Yeah, but DIY. DUI. Like I can't not not say DUI. Right. It sounds like DUI. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, D- you said DI. You said DYI. Do yeah. yourself it. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. Do it yourself. What is it you did? You you. What did you do yourself? I have a do it yourself internet. I made it myself. Oh, that's what yeah. it was. Gotcha. Well, Alan has your pictures now. Did you send Alan pictures? Rick, I am hardwired. Oh, I have a satellite that is hardwired <laughs> in my thing, but I live in the middle of nowhere, so there's nothing I can do about it. So yeah. I sent you um, the pictures of me right before I came up here, John, so you see that I'm, I'm not lying. Uh, oh, let's, is this some candlestick? Just to see. Um, oh, look at this. Wow, dude. So... Those are my different, as you see, those are my different scents I got going on. So mm-hmm. I know they're all laid out there. And that's also in my kitchen. I have a big thing, a can that says utensils, just in case I don't know what happens to be in that can. I like, like it. I can look and be like, I don't know what's in here. And then I just look and see that it's labeled uh, utensils. So that's why I have that. I like it. It's also in cursive. So if you had a teenager in the house, they wouldn't know what it means. Yeah, so, and then you see my weed whacker charger right next to it. (laughs) Is that what that is? Because why would you not? Dude, I thought that was, it kind of looked like an old school um, cassette tape recorder player. It's also what what I'm doing. I'm burning uh, records onto cassette and making mixtapes for people. I'm also, uh, yeah, making t-shirts. So what's in the pot back there? Is that more candle stuff? Yeah, there might be another picture. I don't think so. Oh, here's another one. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I see. I got to wipe up that thing. Uh, yeah, so in the pot, so you take your pan with the wax in it, and then you boil water, and then you stick the pot in the boiled water, and then you stir that. And then as you're making that goop, then that's when you heat it, and then you look at the burn ratio of the scents, and then you dump it in there. Boom. All right, so there. look, pretty soon, John Heffern and Heffern and Reap. I guess, are we sending candles to people? I forgot. I'm trying to figure out. You can see those right there, two, four, six, eight. Uh, I got to figure out the high mass production of them. Mm-hmm. Unless we just sign them on the bottom and there's only 25 and we just sell those and make it easy. They're limited edition. I don't know how you'd mass produce them. because Those took me a little bit and they're not consistent at all. Maybe they're only for people who are Patreon supporters. And you might be asking yourself, what is a Patreon? Well, that's, that's our support page. If you go to heffernandreap.com, you click on Patreon. That's how you become a supporter of the podcast. And maybe only they get the candles. That way you don't have to mass produce them. Yeah. I I would do that or even make them a t-shirt. I wish I had an example of the awesome Kevin Bacon shirt I made uh, this weekend. It's listen, I made dude. It's me printing it out and then you take an iron and then you iron it on. It's right. Nothing, you know. Hey, uh, 
Do you want to do a subject change? Sure. Want me to hit it or do you want to hit it? I'll hit you it. You hit it and then Alan will follow it up with a video because there's another one. Catherine and Reed. Subject change. Okay. This is Mimosa and it's time for a Heffron and Reed subject change. <laughs> Good job, mama. That's my mom. Hey, what happened with your side note, John? Oh, man, I wish. Did, so I, I want to ask you about it. And if you're about to say something, I apologize. But I want to ask you about your uh, you had a big garage sale this weekend. <laughs> but then I was reading the comments of the garage sale. I, I, I know we're kind of all over the place. This podcast, everybody, I apologize. But just what we do. Um, wait, uh, hold on. John, as I'm reading that, I'm reading Chase Water says Kevin Bacon got me arrested in Jackson, Mississippi. I don't. Mm. I don't know how Kevin Bacon would ever get anybody arrested. I'm curious about that story, but there's no way for you to tell us. Anyway, John, I saw that you were selling. You had a like uh, yard sale, mm-hmm. and then someone said something about your mom's tooth. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so that confused me. All right. so can you tell me what, what that is so I'm not confused and I don't have to read through people? How did your yard sale go? What did you sell at this yard sale? The yard sale went great. It was uh, sort of like a last-minute thrown-together thing. Uh, we do a, a segment on country-ish podcast called Goodwill Hunting. Right. And so we have all these Goodwill gifts laying around that you know we didn't actually take home with us. So we thought, like, why don't we have a big you know, garage yard sale, and we'll sell all the items that we exchanged on the show – and it's, you know, it, it fits in the vein of country-ish. Country people love yard sales, garage sales. It's kind of right. funny. I'll, and I'll do it as a meet and greet. Um, people can come meet and hang out and take pictures. And I actually sold some of my merchandise. I have T-shirts and hats. So I had one. I had different tables for different things. We had the Goodwill items on one table. We had my merchandise on another table. Um, intern Isaiah brought baked goods. There was brownies and cookies and all kinds of stuff. Uh, we made hot dogs and popcorn, <laughs> yeah. And we had um, we had a, a live we had a live band, not a band, but just one guy from a band called Shattered Glass. He he came out and played, and then we had cornhole, and it was just sort of a hangout. And we did it from twelve to four, and my mom was there, and I did offer up as one of the things. You know, we're trying to raise money for the podcast, so if you want to give more than five dollars or anything else, we'll take it. And I said, my mom will give you a hug for $5. And uh, so mom came and hung out and hugged people. But the tooth is a separate thing. So I do a walkie-talkie with my mom on Facebook where we just walk around the block and talk to people, like what we're doing now, but it's just me and my mom, and we're walking around the block. And um, so she recently had her teeth, two teeth pulled in the back of her mouth, Okay. Not the very back tooth, but the one next to the back tooth. Like she's had a lot of work done on both of them, and they were just getting bad. And the, and she's already spent money on a root canal, a cap. Like over the years, she spent a lot of money on these teeth. Right. And it's it was still like rot, rot, getting infected and stuff. And she's like, you know what? I'm tired of it. Just yank them. So she told, she told the dentist to, to pull them. And I think maybe as a joke, I said, if you want my mom's tooth, it will it would also be for sale at the garage sale. Um, that part was not not serious. It was a joke. So I hope that clears it up for you. Well, uh, I saw the tooth thing because, remember, by the way, a lot of horrible feedback about showing my, my foot last uh, <laughs> week. So they're probably going to hate this. Uh, 
Oh man, here we go. You see that right there? Yeah, dude. What, what's going uh-huh. on? Yeah. Okay. That's a baby tooth. I have a baby tooth in my mouth. See? No, right no, you don't. Yeah. It's shut, a baby tooth. Shut your mouth. You there's no way a forty eight uh-huh. year old John Heffern has a baby tooth left. Yeah. Hey hi. Uh, hi. Are you are you part shark? It's so she had anyway, it's done. It's it's I held it for this long, it's done. Um what do you mean it's done? I think it's too uh you can't really fill it and put cavity stuff in it because it's just Okay, so, I'm confused. When you said baby tooth, you were joking. It's like a small tooth. No. But real baby teeth it, fall out when you're like, you know, seven or eight years old. No, that tooth never fell out. So a teeth grew, no tooth grew behind it, and it just stayed. It just stayed <laughs> so far for 50 years. It had come out. It's seen a lot of friends come and go. It's seen I still have this baby tooth. So, but I think it has to go just because there's, there's – uh, I don't think you can fill it or, you know, like put a filling. And it's always been smaller than the rest of my teeth, right? So it's kind of – but it's there. So my wow. questions are, that's amazing, dude. I love that. You've got, <laughs> what, what's the ratio? Like what's the tooth fairy owe me for a, for a 50 year old. If a tooth fairy is paying, I don't even know what it is. 10 bucks a tooth at, at five or six or whatever that math is. Right. And you got to think of interest over the years too. Um, and their baby teeth are more valuable now than they were when we were kids. Uh, Lisa, is there's there a- not an adult tooth beneath. There, there's no tooth. Uh, so that also, the reason why I was so in tuned into what your mom was doing, because I'm like, if I pull that, do I get another tooth in there, or am I just the guy without a tooth? And then now at my age, is this how long until I go and then drop my teeth into a, right, right. a Dixie? I'm, it's, these are the little baby decisions that end up turning me into that guy, but... Full on baby wow. tooth right there. Does right it there. does it give you any trouble? It's it hurts right now, but it's okay. it is what it is. When's the last time you seen a dentist? It whines. Yeah. Right. When's the last time you seen seen a dentist? I see a dentist on Monday because I needed some root canals and I've waited for COVID, so yeah. I'm I finally going in there. I paid for one root canal and crowned, and the guy did a like he brought they didn't do it right. Wow. So I, I yeah. Um, compound interest on a baby tooth is about 77%, right? So, well, there's another lady who said her son also had a baby tooth at 19. One of our followers on Facebook, Jackie Betts says her son had a baby tooth at 19. I didn't know this was possible. Okay. But what if I rip it out? Right. Listen, I, I get, uh, you know, I'm not right. Okay. Look, I've always had like a childlike outlook. I think on life, um, it has served me well in the past, mm-hmm. you know, being my age, enjoying some of my hobbies and not being overly too manly or overly being too adult. I've always yeah. just, that's always just been me. What if you rip this baby tooth out, John Rape, and next, in the next podcast, I want to talk about European socialism and the <laughs> stock market. And what if I change? What if right. this baby tooth is the thing? Right. What if maybe it's a growing whole up new... maybe isn't a is a bad thing, but what if 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 you take out my baby tooth 
and I, I just, I don't remember you and I'm just very, I'm very stoic all of a sudden and we will yeah. have none of those shenanigans and I don't like music and I, you know, yeah. what if that, what if I become like the president? What if I just have no emotion, fun, just nothing just because you took out this tooth. Right. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's possible. I mean, if you have a baby tooth at this age, anything's possible. I would, uh, I would go ahead and I'm willing to roll the dice on it, take it out, and maybe we do auction that off. Uh, sell that old one in there though. Oh I yeah. Like- I wish I could see it better. So I see is so it's like a little bit. Yeah, that's the baby tooth. Yeah. It looks it looks more grown up than it does baby to me, but you, know, you got some you got LA, some sharp teeth, man. You got some sharp manager, teeth. When I first moved to LA, told me to file these because he said they were too uh, vampire-y. Yeah, but that looks cool. See, I uh, you want to know some stuff about my teeth, John? That you've opened up. <laughs> what if we just do a podcast just about our ailments? <laughs> we like be wet MD. We'll just bitch about our bodies. <laughs> Listen, everybody what? in my life would totally be fine with if this is the only place I bitch about my body. Well, um, let me hear about your teeth. What I, did you get? Oh. Smile. Let me tell you what. See, first of all, remember. first of all, I have a tiny mouth and no lips. Dentists hate me because I can't. That's as wide as my mouth can go. Every time I go to the dentist and I sit down, I tell the hygienist right away. What utensils would you use on a child? Go ahead and get those because you're going to have a hard time trying to crowbar things in my mouth. If you're trying to take x-rays in the back, you got that stupid thing you want to put back there, go get the one for the kid right now because I'm telling you that's going to save us both some time Uh, because I cannot open my mouth very wide. So I've had a lot done to my teeth. I've had braces. I've had six teeth pulled over the years. These front four – Wait, you've had – sorry, I'm all over. You've had six teeth pulled? Yeah. Okay, okay so well, I got to take notes. A couple. I want to go back. So put a pin yeah. in what you're talking about. I'm going to go back. Okay. Your mouth being small, that's a thing. I have a crazy gag reflex. I, I, I could never wear sports mouth guards or even getting dentist trays because the second I put anything this far in my mouth, I'm a Right. Right? And yes. I tell the x-ray person all the time, I'm a gagger. I can't, this can't be in my mouth more than two seconds. And you got it. And now I was like, oh, we'll go. And they put it in. And then I start to feel sweaty. And as I, and I try to talk myself out of it. And then they walk around. And then they, I don't know, they play a couple levels of Candy Crush. And then they come back and you're, it's already spitting out. Right. And then it, it's, okay. So, I, hate so yeah, that. I can't open, well, yeah, I can't open, I can't even take out my tongue that far. How far can you, you have got, a, we're learning a, a lot about each other, John. How far can you? Yeah, look at that. Has it remained? Oh, no way, John. You're not even no, trying. I'm not kidding you. Watch this. Watch. I'm going to go as far. You're not trying. Be, uh, right? I what's a good angle? <laughs> John. No way. Dude. Do this. Do, oh, that's it. You see, you just did it. <laughs> Why? Now, is that because it makes you want to puke? My tongue won't go like when I was a kid, I couldn't touch the top of my mouth with my tongue. I couldn't touch wow. the top. It wouldn't go that high. So I would say my L's, I would say wall, like my semi was Lori, but I would say Wally. I would talk and I still have a slur in a thing because so they had to cut my tongue. 
<gasps> Literally, I still have images of somebody coming at me with scissors and had to and had to clip that top that- part. Yeah, and then I remember bleeding in one of those banana split uh, boats. You know, what you get. I remember spitting blood into that and then puking on my oh, way to the car. But no. I was in like first or second grade. I don't even. Re- I don't even know if that's like a medical procedure now. But I can't stick out my tongue at all. Do it. Try it again. Let me see one more time. Yeah. So they cut what part of your tongue? The at the bottom. That string. Some, that that yeah. thing right there. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. They cut that thing. Yeah. They okay. cut it. They clipped it. Wow. Earlier, wait, we saw next next week weird birthmarks. Did I see that earlier? Yeah, next week we're talking about birthmarks. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, John, you're supposed to tease it for next week. That is a, that is a big birthmark. You, know you got strong elbows, though. Smiley faces on that? <laughs> I bet so. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, I'll tell you more about my teeth. Right, I've so had back to your teeth. So six are pulled, but... Do they knock you out when you pull your teeth? Do they what? Knock you out? Do you do you go under and and anesthetics and it's no, no. They numb the crap out of you. And uh, I mean, this happened when I was a kid, so I've not had any teeth pulled in my as an adult. Uh, this was like in my teens or before, like thirteen. You know that kind of mm-hmm. twelve. Um, when I got braces. Um, they had to, because I have a small mouth and a lot of teeth were coming in from different places. I had what they call eye teeth. They come from down here. They, they overlapped. So they pulled the eye teeth to make room for other teeth that they were going to move around. They pulled, I don't, I don't back know what my, teeth they pulled all four that. wisdom, all four wisdom teeth had to be cut out and pulled because they weren't grown in yet. So they had to go in there and dig for them and pull them out. Then they had to pull my eyes. So I had six teeth, and then they put braces on me. And I had the braces that were uh, that went around each tooth, not the kind that was glued on the top of the tooth. I'm talking it went around the whole tooth. It was called a band. And they had to use cement and this, this device called a tapper to get it on. And that was torture. Did As you have a, kid, a head here? No, I never had headgear. I had retainers afterwards, but I never had headgear, thank God. I had rubber bands. Lots of rubber bands. Hated that. How long how long did you have those? I had braces for about three years. And then when they took them off because the band wrapped around every tooth, my teeth were stained. And they never really could get the stains off. You know, because the band, it was clean underneath and then a little dirty on the top. So I, and then it gets better. After, smiling, by the way. After the braces came off, they moved my teeth so fast that my gums started receding. So I had receding gums down here, and I had to get surgery done for that. So what, and the, what they do in the surgery is they cut gum from the roof of your mouth and they sew it in down here. I'm going to pull down my bottom lip. I'm going to show you two different colors of gum. I've Wait, got a red and a light that? pink. You, Say again? You want, to, you want to do that right now? First off, what kind of insurance did your parents have? You should thank, you should thank them because that that, that's all this work that I'm getting done. Like I was thinking about getting Invisalign and I got to get that taken out of, uh, 
I'm thinking about billing my dad. I, I think <laughs> I think he owes me for yeah. any teeth work. I think that's a parent thing. Yeah. Uh, your parents should pay for all of that. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how old your parents are. They're still in charge of your teeth because you're their kid. That's, right. I'm going to stick with that. But that's like a billion dollars in, in teeth fees that you just <laughs> Right? Yeah. Were you awake though. You didn't get put under for you no. just were there and you felt people pulling and slicing and, and, and dicing. But you could hear it. That's oh. the worst part. You can't feel it, but you can hear it because it's inside your head. <laughs> um, and there's no escaping it. There's out, nothing you can do to escape the sound. Huh? I know I'm asking a lot of questions, but is being put out, um, is that an option? Maybe now, yeah, we're talking in the eighties, man. Um, when I had the gum surgery, they gave me nitrous oxide, but that was the surgery. the The teeth pulling and all the other stuff, I never got knocked out for that. But the surgery, I did get nitrous oxide. Um, it's like a laughing gas or something. That's kind of that was kind of fun as a kid. But a kid, I want to sh- like your tolerance level for doing things that. Um, change your subconsciousness or consciousness enough not to think about the pain has changed over the years. Like if somebody was to give me laughing gas and go, now we're going to pull out all your teeth. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to need, I'm going to need a lot stronger than that. Yeah. yeah what's so funny about this? Um, right, I don't so- think it was laughing gas. It was nitrous oxide. I, I probably made that part up, but would you like to see the gums? Should we do a subject change for this? Let's go one. one well, I, it's we, we're not done with this subject though. I mean, yeah, someone. Okay, no, you're right. Hold on. Let me. Um, okay. I mean, if we're going to change the subject, let's get off teeth and gums and everything. But let's do it I after this. You know what's so funny, John? Somehow, though, hearing about somebody's teeth surgery and gum surgery is happier news than anything you'd be watching on the news right now. Right. So yeah, it's that's what we do. We're, we're distractions. From everything going on. I'd rather hear about your slicey gums. Here we go. So let me find. No, I don't have good music for it. I'm sorry. Oh, I see. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for some some gum music. We're going to see double. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull my bottom lip down. Okay. I'm going to lean into the camera. And you're going to see two different colors of gum. The lighter color, I believe, the lighter color. Okay. Came from the roof of my mouth and was sewn on down here. Okay, you ready? I don't know if I am. I, I can't zoom in. Oh, I see it. Hang on. Okay, now do it one more time, John. And why was his gums two different color? Up there. <laughs> I like That's John. I didn't know he had two different surgery. Gum. Yeah, different gum bandit. Um, so and it's still receding a little bit, and then some of it went up here too. But then later in life, I started uh, chipping away. These bottom teeth started chipping away at these top top teeth, and it was giving me like a reverse sort of smile thing. It was chipping away here, mm-hmm. and then. Once your boy started making some cash with stand-up and movies and whatnot and commercials, I thought, I'm going to fix this. No longer will mom and dad be paying for my teeth bills. Look at you. I'll do it. So I got veneers. These front four are veneers. I don't know what veneers are. I'm not sound dumb, but I don't. 
Are they like? Are, does that mean fake teeth, or are they yeah. have to go over old teeth? Yeah, exactly that last one. What they do is they shave the teeth down behind mm-hmm. these, and they put cement or glue or whatever they do, uh, fake ones. So these front four are fake. Um, interesting story, and then we can do a let's do a subject cha- change. This will lead into other talk. Okay, I'm gonna hit this. Uh, one second. Here we go. Heffron and Reed. Subject change. And I don't know. I think we're out of videos. But um, he should have replayed Rick. Oh, yeah, baby. You know what time it is. It's time for Heffron and Reed. Subject change. Yeah. There we go. Um, so when I got these veneers, they give you... F- temporaries before the real ones get made and, and locked in. Right. And you, I could pull these temporaries out. Okay. During that week period where I could pull out the temporaries, I happened to get an audition for a movie. And that movie, of course, I always play a redneck. Um, and during the audition, I thought, I'll just take these bad boys out. And then they'll see these little weird little baby teeth underneath and that will add to the redneck redneckishness of my audition. And I got the part. It was Harold and Kumar escape Guantanamo Bay. Oh, all because yeah. of the teeth. Fun. Fun little side note. All because of the teeth. Have you seen this, John? I've not. You know what this is? This is a yearbook a from book? 1986. I don't know. Yeah, but look, it's like our logo. It's like the grid. See the grid? 80s were obsessed with grids, Tron, yeah, Max Headroom. <laughs> so that's we were no we were no different. We had a grid as well. And I was looking up in here. Uh, would you like to see what I look like in the eighth grade? This would have been around the time that I um, had braces or was just about to get them off. I'm not showing my teeth in this. But someone earlier said I kind of look like a young Bill Maher. <laughs> uh, I'll show you. I'll put my finger on my face. That's me right there. Um, okay. It's a little blurry, but um, tough years, buddy. Tough years. Happy I made it out. I would have mine if I was doing uh, my homework. Uh, oh, wait, real quick. Uh, Al- the Ellen Jackson. Rick Sanford III, the guy who did the subject change, he created some artwork for us, speaking of the 80s. And I okay. think Alan has it. Would you like to see it? Look at that, yes. dude. Yes, as I've, I've lost all control of my laptop, now I'm just going to stare at you and talk. Oh, I like it. Chicken it old school. Yeah, it says Heffern and Reap. It's got a boom box. It's got the same microphone that I'm using with headphones on it. And it's got a uh, cassette tape. It says Summer Mix. It says Kicking It Old School. It's got John's Jams playing on the, uh, in the, in the uh, boom box. You call it boom box, John? What do you call that thing? That would be. Can you hear this, John Reap? Jam on it. 
let's go to work. Got what to make your body jerk. Just throw your hands up in the air. Shake that booty and scream, oh yeah. Cause we are the jam on crew and jamming on this. How we do the do. Check out the sound. Check out the sound. Check out the sound. Yeah, I remember that stuff. Kicking it old school. Dude, when I heard this song come on, I would run to the dance floor. I don't care. This song made everybody dance. This was late 80s. This would have been 90s, I think. John's on a roll, man. He's loving his 80s stuff right now. Uh. Dude, okay, what did sorry. you make a is that your cassette? Did you make a mixtape? What is that? That was a mixtape I already had. And I shouldn't be as tired as I am right now, uh, for bouncing around the little that I did. All those songs are great. Yeah. Every one that you played is one of my favorite songs. Especially the first one, Jam on it. When I was a kid, that was a breakdancing song. And uh, I was in a breakdancing group called the Cosmic Force. Uh, we were pretty huge in Hickory. We uh, we came in we came in second place at a dance competition. Got beat by Cloggers. They were good, um, but you know we were good too. The Breaking Brothers and the Cosmic Force. But anyway, Jam on It was an awesome breakdancing song because you had you had everything. You had the uh, in the beginning. You had the even you even had the little squirrel chipmunk sounding people yeah you had those little voices yeah that was by nucleus um what's your favorite breakdancing song if you had to pick cosmic force how many guys were in your cosmic force breakdancing well it's kind of like menudo people would come in and out um but we had at any given time about five the core the core guys was me david neeland bruce mcneely um danny neeland my brother those are the core five. And then every now and then a Chris McClain would show up, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, how, we were. How, out of all the, your Cosmic Force guys that you had back then at, in Hickory, probably mid-'80s, how uh, many of them are you still in contact with? I'm still in contact with my brother, Danny Neyland and David Neyland. Not the so much four? Bruce. I don't. I see Bruce randomly here and there out, out at uh, – Random places in Hickory, but I'm saying let, let let's say you try to get the gang back together, right? For a one shot, one <laughs> opportunity. Um, would you capture it or would you let it slip? Uh, one shot, no rehearsal, one song, one take, ca- phone camera on, no pre. Do you think you have muscle memory on any particular song that without any? Uh, you guys going over it, would you kick back into the same? How close do you think you can come to your routine? It would be embarrassing. It would be sad. Um, I could pop and lock. I couldn't do any floor work. I couldn't do any windmills. I couldn't do a worm. I couldn't do anything on the ground. So all the things that I could do, would, would I'd have to be standing. And it would be uh, Houdini's five minutes of funk. Okay. But what about everybody else who was in there? Like your friends, like my brother, my brother could actually do some floor work, probably. 
because he's athletic. Now, Floor, let's take Floor out. Let, so if we were just to do, assuming everyone's age, and yeah. you're doing the thing when you're why the person's doing the floor, right? You're mm-hmm. like you're waiting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could you still all of you together do that if you had a CGI person? I don't expect anybody at fifty to be f- uh, flipping around. You Are you asking me if like, I could remember the exact routine that we did? I wonder. Uh, no, I'm. I'm just as a scientific. I wonder how close you can. And if you being around your friends and hearing that song, would you like? So there's a girl I went to high school with, Rochelle Trey, and there was a song, and I'm not going to pull it up, or you know, I'll get distracted. But it was. Uh, oh, I'm gonna. Nah, I can't because I'm having uh, problems with my sound. But it was uh, cool in the gang. Either emergency or misled, uh, which uh, mm-hmm. misled, baby, baby. What's your claim to fame? Got me out of bed. Heard you call my name. Oh yeah, you know that song? Yeah. Um, can you play music on your? I can't. I don't. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But anyway, no, there was it. a dance move that me and Rochelle did. We, if we were in a high school gym dancing when we were fifteen or sixteen, we'd find each other and then we'd do this little dance move. Like it was a weird foot thing, and then we literally sprint away from each other. Oh, really? Not talk, but it was just just that one part of that one song. And I haven't talked to Rochelle in oh, twenty years. I don't. I don't even know when. Probably. Um, but I bet you, if I saw her walking down the street and that song came on, right? And I w- walked over to her, and she probably got a kid, or that kid might have a kid, and I did that thing. I bet you she would mirror it or. In, inherently no that's yeah. awesome i got a couple of friends like that but not not hang on i, got, I think i got you right here buddy hang on can you hear it turn it up as loud as you can because it's not yeah it up a little bit can you hear that yeah, try to get to like the chorus. Oh, yeah, hang on. Yeah, just beat it like. Here it is. I can barely hear it. Here you go, There you go. That looks like that looks like any kind of breakdance, random breaking move. I don't think I did it right. That was wrong. You know what I don't? I never really liked about the breakdancing. Huh. Well, I like breakdancing, but I didn't like this part of it. Look, people go like this. Like, what's yeah. this? I don't understand why we're doing the shoulder, the the double take shoulder shrug type move. <laughs> um, I don't get that, but. I don't think to answer your question about the cosmic force, none of us would remember the routine. We don't have a thing that we would remember, um, but we could all stand around and, and pop lock. Probably we could do the wave. You know, we could join hands and do the wave easily. Oh, well, let's do this, John. Ready? Can you hear this? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this up pretty loud. There it is.
Bring it to me. Damn, John, you're doing some cardio over there. Now, I know that's the song from Breaking, but I don't think that's a good breakdancing song. It's just a good, upbeat song. You did good, though. I'm not judging what you just did. I know you're winded, but that was good. What I'm saying is the best breakdancing songs are more like Jam On It, Nucleus, UTFO, Houdini. I like those old school guys. Run DMC. I don't like this. Ain't nobody. Even Shaka Khan. I mean, I like, I even like the rap part in Shaka Khan. Chaka, Chaka, Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. And it feels good to dance. Chaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it, Chaka Khan. Yeah. Good job. You did some cardio, man. You burned some calories. All right. What do people say? No, I couldn't do much. Mark, my buddy Mark says you just got a head rush. Thomas says break it down, guys. Perfect wave song. Yeah, it's a good wave song. Yeah, because you could go slower. There's something. There's an art in that. You know? Yeah. Is that the song where they were trying to teach the ballet girl how to break dance? Yeah. 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 That's a that's a good song to teach someone how to break dance. Um. Um. But yeah, we. Uh. I would. I would. I would like to actually see what it would be like if I got the cosmic force back together. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, like, Did you ever we have a breakdance competition just online, just through this Facebook live? Cause I, obviously there's a lot, everybody's doing everything online. Yeah. Like, could we put together a crew, which is people who are into us and we'll just, we'll, we create like a comic cosmic force type thing and everybody's got to uh, record themselves doing a move, and we'll just edit it. Oh, yeah. We could do that. You know that song, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kid and Play? Uh-huh. Remember that, you know, that dance where people sort of do like a Roger Rabbit, and then they kick, they touch feet, and then they do it like three times in a row, and then they lock legs and spin around? Yeah, yeah. You know that move, right? So that's something that a couple of my friends, we could probably still do that. Even though that's not breakdance, and that came later, but right. but yeah, not, nothing. Um, oh, I know. What I was going to say, you said you and your friend, if a certain song came on, yep, you would still that, do this. Uh, yeah, you would still do the same little dance move, and she would know it, and you would know it. That's awesome. I, the closest thing to that I have is a couple of guys from my high school. There was a very long detailed handshake that about 15 or 20 guys memorized. And when we would greet each other, we did this certain handshake and it, it, it was lots of moves in it, lots of steps. And to this day, if I see one of those guys, I could do it. I still know exactly how to do it. Let's see. What song was it too? Well, it's not even a song. It's just a handshake. It's a greeting. So you just like if I saw my my old buddy Shay Shay Herman, I was like, "What up, Shay? We, we know exactly. You know, it's a I can't do it. So you spank, pank, fist, fist, boom, boom. One more time. Grab the arm, slide back, point. 
We should invent one of those, though. Like, right? Where's the... Hefford and Reap handshake? Yeah, see, my camera's messed up today. That's why I'm so off kilter. But... Like, we could do... Oh, wait. What was that? I like this thing. Bam. So, here. Ready? We're get, I'm going to make it up. So, punch. Punch camera. Punch camera. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's a weird angle. I got to Punch camera. And now we're going to unlock it. And then what? And then pull it out. Wait, I have an idea. Since we do a podcast, our punch looks like the microphone. So it's like this. Okay. You do the president thing. So okay. so it's like, and we, and we do it from the elbow. So it comes. So actually when I see you, it's elbow, lean yeah. back, touch with the, with the fist microphone, then lock it. All right, then put the pinky out because it's Mahalo time. <laughs> Is that it? Do we just make it up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Elbow hit lock Mahalo. I don't know why I just put Mahalo in there. Um, you got a, so Do you have a fog machine in your room? Right, by the way, right? Um, someone's on. asking if you have a fog machine in your room. And that, uh, why is there a clown behind you? Did you steal that clown from the Denver Comedy Works? No, we saw, we went to a store this weekend, and we found an old-timey uh, store that sold old-timey toys, and I bought him. Okay. And I bought him because of the condo that's right. at Comedy Works. Right. I was going to say. The same exact guy. And then I looked up. They're called Bop Clowns or something. So then I looked up. I just want to get a bunch back there. I'm trying to find a Mr. T one. Trying to find a Rocky one. They have a cool karate guy one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you going to do anything for Halloween? I don't think so. uh, I, I'm not performing. I don't know. I, don't I just know. got some new gigs that were sent to me, man. Can I, can I brag about them real quick? Yeah, uh, We can do a change. I want to show you one dance thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. But I don't know. I'm going to try to share my screen. I, I've been trying to do this every night. And I... If I don't have a heart attack, I'm always I'm pretty close. I just want to dance like these these people in this video. They're younger people, so don't get too caught up on their jean shorts, right? I know as a 50 year old guy, like oh you're walking, they're they're young ladies, but I'm more in tune to the footwork that they're trying to do. Oh, and okay, so just get that out of there because, but I, I think I've if, you'll be, if I share a screen, if you're able to hear the music, uh, do you want to try? Yeah, I think I've seen what you're talking about on TikTok. If it's the same one I'm thinking of, but go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna There's try some to girl with care. crazy footwork. But it doesn't. It's not that hard though. Like that's right. the thing. You, we can do that, dude. Force Factor Five, Cosmic, Bron, whatever you you were you have it in you, John Reap. Oh yeah, you have this in you. We I have this it. in us. What I'm about to show you. Uh, or okay, so how do I? <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you share your screen last time? Have oh, you done this no, before? Uh, there's nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. John's trying to share his screen for the share audio checkbox. Okay. I don't know. Show me this. Um, he wants to show us a video of, uh, some crazy footwork. Show you. Is it on, on here that I can kind of, right. A lot of people are saying clowns are creepy and scary. They don't like clowns. Clowns never really scared me so much till John Wayne Gacy. 
Like, I think he's the one who ruined clowns for everybody. Mark says, help him, Alan. <laughs> what if you just send it to Alan in the okay. private yeah. chat, and then uh, then maybe he can figure it out while we talk about something else? Yeah, I don't want to reveal my uh, – I didn't want to accidentally show everybody that I have $11 in my checking account. So I want to make sure I don't do that. Yeah, we don't want to see what other tabs you have. Hey, uh, Alan, I, I sent you a picture earlier from what we were talking about of my um, – Stuff I'm making the T-shirt. If you want to show that, while you're looking at this, oh, so John, when I was talking about making bunk uh, T-shirts, now this yeah, is, this is the Kevin Bacon sweatshirt I made. <laughs> That's a sweatshirt. Now, did you make that for you or for someone else? No, not for me. For someone else. Yeah, she loves Kevin Bacon, and okay. I made her a Kevin Bacon sleep sweatshirt. That looks really good. Right? I'm telling you. I mean, if that's an iron-on, the, te- iron the technology's come a long way. It looks better yeah, than what I, I remember. it out, and then I cut around the edges. And it always sucks when you're making something for somebody, and then you have to go, can you finish this for me? I didn't know how to make the, cut the edges, like, perfect. So. Well, it looks pretty good, man. It doesn't look like an iron-on from this picture. I'm telling I mean, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up. Next time you have an a outdoor type thing where you're selling stuff, let me know. I'm going to open up a booth. You let me know how much you charge for a booth. I'm going to show up with my candles and my... Uh, yeah, come on down. How about... Uh, why did you choose that image of Kevin Bacon? I went through a lot, and I... I you know, as an, as an artist, John, as somebody who creates art, mm-hmm. I, I thought about what would be... You know, what would look good on, on, a, on a sweatshirt, the color scheme... Yeah, you know, him looking at you, I felt was. It's a good picture. I just didn't know if it's the person you made it for, if they chose the picture or if you chose the picture. I did. It's on me. It's yeah. On me. When, when my creativity comes, John Reap, you don't, you don't, you know, you yeah. don't get to say. It just happens. Right. You just hope you can 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 contain it. Right. A lot of people still talk about clowns on Facebook. Because I said John Wayne Gacy made clowns scary. That other people says, well, the movie It. But, you know, that never scared me. That was just ridiculous. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Didn't see that one, but I'm aware of it. There's a girl named Deanna Rex Petty who's asking you, how about Channing Tatum shirt? Uh, Yes, and I will have an SD uh, picture or an SD page. And for $35, people can get whoever they suggest. Etsy, you mean Etsy? What I've I've been told I've said what do I say? You said SD like an SD card. You're saying SD page. SD SD. It's yeah yeah. SD. It sounds like you're saying SD, but it's et C right? Etsy. Yeah, I believe that's, yeah, that's what, what you're. Tr- yeah. yeah. Okay. Just want to clarify for the people who want to follow you on Pinterest, SD Etsy, any of it. Um, All right. So what we're talking about, I think we're going to do a subject change and I interrupted way back. back Oh, you were, I don't know if you were done trying to find the video of the girl dancing. I send it. I sent it to uh, Alan. I I don't want to. Well, just, just, we'll say it out loud. Alan, anytime you get it, feel free to just pop it up and interrupt us. Um, But no, I still feel like I have it in me to do some crazy footwork, but I couldn't do it. You know, all night long. I could do one song. That's the thing with these videos. These. Oh, here you go. 
Check this out. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah, but can we hear it? I haven't seen this one. Yeah, he's Alan's revealing a video a edit by KM Music. Oh, this is this is different. Different people, it looks like. Are you are you guys able to hear it? No, I hit, can't hear it now. Hit play for a second because you're not playing it. All right, no, I'm just trying to figure out how to do it. <laughs> Everybody, this is uh, this is how the first. 30 minutes before you even see us are we, we jump on cause we care and we try to get stuff to work. Yeah, well then sometimes things just come to your brain and you're like, Oh, I want to share this with you now, but we didn't plan for it because didn't think of it back then. Um, you don't even need the song actually, to be honest with you. It's uh, but it, it helps, but the, the footwork, John, I think it's something we can do. Was that the right video, John Heffern? Yeah, that's okay. it. All right. Oh, here you go. He got Y'all it. listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees. I hate this song. Blue. Like him inside and outside. Blew his house with the blue. So far, I can do that. That's easy. And, blue Corvette, and everything is blue for him and himself. No, I can, I can do that. Everybody around because he ain't got yeah. Okay. I like those shoes. We need those shoes. That's Santa Monica Pier. John, I could totally do this. Well, I could get up and do it right now if you want. If I take the headphones off, I can't hear the music. You can't see it, but I was nailing it. I have a blue house with a blue and gold. My knees are sore. Oh no, I can't do that. This guy's moonwalking. I think this is an advertisement for the shoes. I'm a girlfriend and she is so blue. <laughs> blue are the people here that walk around. All right. Hey, I'm done with this. Alan, go ahead and pause it. Yeah, I could do that, John. We could both do that easily. Um, but I like the shoes. I want the shoes. All right. Heffron and Reed. Subject change. I'm excited. Hey, I got some tour dates. So do I, actually. So, yeah. So, this just came in today, and it's not on my website yet because I just confirmed it today. Um, looks like on Halloween weekend, I will be in – how come I can't read this now? Oh, yeah. Toledo, Funny Bone. I got a bunch of Funny Bone gigs. Okay. Toledo, Funny Bone, Halloween weekend, October 29 through 31. And then January – I'll be in Cincinnati Funny Bone, and I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa Funny Bone, and I will be in the Omaha, Nebraska Funny Bone, all in January. Okay. But it's not on my website yet, so just save those, you know, keep that in mind. If you are in Omaha, Des Moines, Cincinnati, you know, Toledo, I'm coming for you. Okay, I have some. Here we go. Next, next weekend, 15th through... The 17th, I believe. 
give or take a, a day or two. But I'm pretty sure Thursday through Sunday of next weekend, 15th through the 18th, I will be at the Toledo Funny Bone. What? Uh, I'm at the Toledo <laughs> Funny Bone. And then the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, I will be at Helium in St. Louis. Oh. Uh, that's Helium St. Louis, October 22nd to 24th. October 15th through the 18th, which is next weekend, I'm at the Toledo Funny Bone. Both of those clubs are all uh, COVID, uh, social distance, uh, not that many tickets for sale each show. They do all that type of stuff. So uh, I think most of those places I just said are allowed 50 tickets per show or, right. or something like that. So get a hold of that. Right. right. Um, Rick Sanford the third says he feels like he lost the lottery. But I want you to know something, Rick. In this email that I got from my agent, he said, we may also have Virginia Beach for November 5 through 7. Yeah. But we're not sure if that's going to open up. So there's still a chance that I will be in Virginia Beach. We'll get um, to you, uh, Rick. Rick, I, I will say this. The weird thing about doing comedy right now, right? A lot of us have, haven't worked in a while. And I, I don't, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Some of the places you want to go to, and they're open, but they're offering like a hot pretzel and a frozen Coke for you to perform where you used to get paid $5, if that makes any sense. Right. So a lot of these places you have to say no, even though you really like to. But if you say yes now, then you're only ever going to make a frozen Coke for the rest of your life. It's a weird. It's weird. Right. Everybody's everybody's drowning and trying to grab somebody so they don't drown. So it's a weird. Yeah. But Rick, we'll get to you. Um, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a weird time. Um, I think the most thing, the biggest thing I want people to take away from this podcast, John is the Heffern and Reap website, heffernandreap.com. Slap that up there, Alan. If you go to heffernandreap.com, you can watch this later. You can listen to it. Uh, you can find out more about me and John, and you can be a Patreon supporter, and we can give you love like Liam Pesci. Hey, let's let's clap it up for Liam Pesci. Liam Pesci, that guy. He created his own uh, Patreon, however you say it, uh, level. So he's like the anti-hacker. He like doesn't take away. <laughs> he gives, but he gives on his own terms. Right. That's he's the Ro- Robin Hood of Patreon. Yeah, he does that. And also above, if you're watching this video, there's a link somewhere close. If you're watching this on Facebook, if you click on that one link, you'll see links to all of our stuff to make your life easier. I don't know where they all are right now to tell you, but just click on click on that and we'll figure it out. Uh huh. Right. You are. Um, so. What did I? So we we've, we've shown Rick Sanford's artwork. He also gave me some some cool cigars, um, which I haven't got to yet. Okay, but I will. Um, so what's our homework assignment for next time we see each other, which would be next Monday? Do we try to? Uh, do we try to put ourselves on tape of doing one of those dance moves? Can I send you, dude? I watched them all. On they all do. They're all very '90s. So it's calling yeah. Mr. Raider, calling Mr. Ron. It's very uh, 1990s ecstasy. <laughs> that might be too. It's too fast paced. But I, I think we got 20 seconds of of dance moves in us, John. Oh yeah, I could. Uh, 15. Want to make it 15 seconds? Wait, I have an idea. Okay. The next time we go live, maybe, 
Now, this will be a little extra work for you and Alan, possibly. If we set up another camera in here and made it a wide shot, and I could go from this camera and just walk over to another camera, and then you get like a full, a full body, and I could do this live on the next episode. I could do that. I would take an iPad with my camera on it, put it on my tripod, sign into this, give Alan the link to this. Bam. We got it, John. Right. We could do this live. What what about this, John? What if uh, you pick a song and we have the people who, uh, you know, are with us every week. We let them dance for 10, 15 minutes and we just make a montage. You don't have to do it live. I would like to see us and and everybody all, all doing the same yeah, in Montauk, you know, and he can send it to us. I'm gonna think about. I'm a dance machine, buddy, and dancing is good cardio. So this will be a good little uh, exercise for me as well. How about this? How about people? 15 seconds of your favorite dance move. Your go. Everybody's got a go-to move. When you're on the dance floor, you're at a wedding. Even if no matter whether it fits the the beat of the song or you just you just got a thing. There's always that one person who's just. Saturday Night Fever is it, and everybody cheers. Everybody yeah. has this. This used to be my go-to is this right here. <laughs> the thumbs up. On a disco. And I'm sure. Like, everyone's got to move. Right. Maybe we show it, show, you show your move. And if we get that before next Monday, um, we can, I, I can find a song and put it. It's not going to be perfect, but... So that's everybody's homework assignment. If you're watching, you need 10, 15 seconds. That's it. Uh, oh, yeah. And they can post it. You know, best way to share videos with us. Like this is what Rick Sanford III did. And by the way, Rick, I will take you up on the offer t- for you to take me to dinner. <laughs> um, but if you go to our Facebook fan page, you can leave videos there. So go to facebook.com slash Heffern and Reap. And then submit your videos. That's all. That also means your uh, subject change videos, um, and and your dance videos. Yeah, that'll be fun. I think so. I think don't uh, if you're doing a dance video, don't overthink it. Don't try to find. I mean, you can put whatever song you want. But if we get a bunch before Monday, I'm I'm probably gonna mute the song that you're playing anyway and just pick a song. So um, don't get overly caught up. Find, find whatever your song is. Maybe do a montage of your favorite, like whatever song or move needs to get you out of uh, whatever crappy, cruddy feeling you're feeling. I, I, I want you to record that. I want you to put on video, record right. it with your camcorder, uh, your favorite dance move and have 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds of just, just dance, dance, yeah. to, just dance like you live in the footloose and the city doesn't want you to dance because we know all everything that'll happen. But you let loose. We need that right now in this society. We need, we need everybody. Right. We need everybody <laughs> to find the dance song that's within you and dance, 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 dance like you are a maniac on the floor. Dance because you can't dance no more. And the story is about a small-time girl on a Saturday night. And this girl danced. And she danced like a maniac. 
And she danced like she's never danced before. We need you to dance like you've never danced before. We need you to record yourself dancing with a smile on your face, excitement in your body, forgetting everything that's happening in the world outside. Dance in your house. Dance for you. I love it. I'm going to make my friend Mark dance. Okay. Um, he's a, he used to be a speaker dancer at a local uh, dance club here in Hickory called Yesterdays. Oh, he was uh, only certain people could get on the speaker, and Mark was allowed on the speaker because he yeah. you know he looked like John Stamos, and he'd get up there with his little leather jacket and just he he's a speaker dancer. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that's what he tells people. Speaker dancer. All right, bud. We did a good job. Any questions? I can't wait to do any church again. That little thing I just did right there somehow makes me feel happier inside. I don't know if it, like, because I get to yell. I don't know. Yeah. I think dancing's good, though. Well, when was the last time, you know? Yeah. Well, it's been a while because of COVID. There's a place here called the Silver Bullet that we, you know, used to go dancing all the time. It's just. Nothing's uh, so we'll have to do this at home. We'll do it here. We'll do it live. <laughs> That's what we want. Everybody, please, please just don't don't even think about the lighting. Maybe it just take your phone out. Show the, the least wall that has the least amount of your personal stuff, because we're going to show this video. By the way, if you send it to us, you're saying we can we can put it on um, this show. But just find a wall that reveals at least about your family, because I'm I get creeped out about that type of stuff. And just put on your song, just <laughs> dance. And if other people in your family come in and start dancing, don't explain what you're doing. Just dance. Just yeah. dance. Gonna be all right. I wanna wanna just dance. Okay. Anything else, John? Uh, no. Just go to our Patreon. Help us out. Go to heffernandreap.com. And if you like this, share it. Share, share, share. Let's grow this puppy. Let's be positive. Let's dance the night away. Let's have fun. Go 80s. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate